The Green Mount Proof of Concept Pilot is part of our pilot preview series. Let's put 14 minutes on the clock. Pilot study, Chris and Grimes. They're talking all of your favorite shows, but only the pilot episode. That means the first show, in case you didn't know. Well, you never know what show they're going to talk about. And that's the premise behind Pilot Study. Hello and welcome to Pilot Study, episode number 43. In our first edition of Pilot Preview in this series, we're going to be looking at pilots or proof of concepts that have not been officially released, either because they do not yet have an official home or because they haven't set the release date. Now, this one that we're going to be talking about today is available on Facebook, so we'll share that link in the show post, but... Of course, my name is Chris Lantine, and I'm your host, and I'm joined, as always, his house smells like a goddamn Bon Jovi concert, it's Grimes! Yes, sir, and it does, it <laughs> smells like slippery wet and wet in here. Uh, the big question, right away for you, and I usually ask this question when we have a show that delves into your areas of expertise. <laughs> and you know to avoid any uh any uh trump officials or trump gestapo breaking down my door i won't say exactly what it is because i know he's a pretty clean dude uh so did anything about their activities strike you as authentic inauthentic how was their drug use um i felt the drug use um was on point i have always wanted to try the gas mask bong okay <laughs> um and so that is a one of those things i don't know if i mean to be just doing it like that in the middle of the day that's probably part of your life but, <laughs> um yeah it seemed real it wasn't stupid or over the top or corny or anything it, and that can go very wrong as we've seen yeah yeah. So, like I said, this one is available on Facebook, so if you want to follow along, we're going to try to stick to those 14 minutes that they have given us. Um, so, like I said, today's pilot preview is for a little program called uh, Green Mount. Uh, Green Mount, all one word. And now, officially, again, this is labeled as a proof-of-concept pilot in the title art, so it's only 14 minutes in length. And at times, it, it does play more like a collection of scenes. There's one narrative gap in particular uh, that I assume would be cleaned up in a fuller treatment so i do want people to keep that in mind uh the stars shane kipple who played gavin spinner mason on degrassi and degrassi mm. next class i've never watched degrassi all i know is that drake was in it like most people have you ever watched an episode of degrassi nope but i you know i love aubrey so that's all I need to know. I'm sure it's great. I bet every episode was great. Uh, and Samantha Monroe is the other one who is in Degrassi Next Generation, who also stars <coughs> in this pilot. Those are the, those are basically your, your male and female lead, while we also have um, some other characters thrown in there that we'll talk about here in a second. Monroe, in particular, has made appearances on Brooklyn and Rookie Blue and a bunch of other stuff. So she's, you know, she's a seasoned actress, and you can tell. Uh, Plot-wise, this is how it's described in like the official description. Description, and then I'll kind of walk you guys through it a little bit more here. So, it says, Green Mount follows two slacker friends hitchhiking home to America from Canada after the unexpected theft of their car. Join their half-baked adventures filled with counterculture celebrity cameos as they travel back into the States. It is a little bit more than that. Um, the show opens 
with Alex, who was our Kipple character, and somebody named Molly, his kind of, sort of, girlfriend. I think we should just, like, tackle this right away. I was pretty okay. confused at, as to what the severity of their relationship was. What what did you take away from, like, that first scene and how, and how they're supposed to be connected? Because the way they talk about her later is not the way she is portrayed in that first scene, to me. Yeah, I mean, that it was a little bit um, surprising to know it was such an important relationship. But, yeah. Um, yeah, the first scene was funny. Funniest, probably, to me. And, uh, yeah, it just seemed like... It reminded me of Mallrats, actually. Oh, okay. Um, the All du- right. The dude who would, like, escape through his girlfriend's basement window. Right, right. Um but definitely, yeah, definitely I, I was comedy. To learn that she was a that she was like going to be a, a yeah a serious character. What well, what what confused me about the relationship, and I think one of the main critiques I'd have of this of this opening collection of scenes is that you know especially in that opening they play that last line with her for a laugh where she's like call me or whatever, and that made it seem like th- that's something a character says when they just had a one night stand or when like she is chasing after him but he's not fully dedicated to her and like their 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 dialogue before that kind of indicates that as well like he's just kind of like cool with her loving him but he's not going to like return the statement you know so they didn't really put it as very serious in those opening jokes do you mind telling me do you mind telling me why mm-hmm. the entire house smells like pot um i don't know dad you sure smell your brain don't play dumb with me all right i wasn't pulling yesterday Hey, jeez! I don't go to work every day so that I can come home to my house smelling like a goddamn Bon Jovi okay, concert. Okay, your house again. Bon Jovi. Is there something in the fucking closet? Dad, please, you're embarrassing me, Dad. What the fuck? But then later on. It, he's she's referenced as his girlfriend and when the car's stolen which we'll get to the car in a second he's like oh molly's gonna kill me so like it's very much that she, it's a more serious relationship did you take the same thing away um i did but i think to a lesser extent i okay. think you know, like a lot of times uh one person in the relationship just cares more right? <laughs> or like when something really shitty happens, yeah. Um, so you just think he's a bad think, boyfriend? Oh man, I'm gonna get in trouble. Yeah, I just think he's a shitty boyfriend. Probably <laughs> that's what I took out of it. So we have you know, these... he's on the road just trying to smash. And... <laughs> so we have these two characters, and they're interrupted by her father, and then Alex steals the dad's car as he makes his escape from the house, and that's the vehicle. That. That's the vehicle that ends up in Canada, as we referenced before. Now, in between, we're introduced to a character named Stefan. Or Stefan, I believe. Stefan's like the SNL pronunciation. Stefan. <laughs> Stefan. <laughs> this show's got everything. <laughs> Drugs. Yeah. Bongs. Gas masks. Canadians. <laughs> Canadians. <laughs> uh, pop punk. Uh, so we meet <laughs> Stefan. And uh, basically there's this very short scene in a smoke shop where he is smoking a strain of marijuana that apparently uh, makes you lose days. Like he's talking about how somebody ended up in Mexico. And so there's like a logic leap, I think from there, from the end, from that kind of stray line that you can miss if you're not 
paying full attention to them smoking that and then the next scenes after the intro or the title block is them in Canada. So are we to believe or did you believe that they smoked that ended up in Canada randomly with the stolen dad's car? Yes. Okay. That is what I took away. I think I think there needs to be a scene somewhere there needs to be like the scene of them waking up or them coming back to reality and being surprised at where they are. Like, I guess you could make that leap, but again, if you're not paying full attention and you miss that one Mexico line or those two Mexico lines, then you're like, wait, because <laughs> I, I mean, I missed them. Uh, why, why are they in Canada? That was my initial reaction. And then they're not but even makes, in the car. Right. And it, and because of the car thing being the dads, I guess it makes sense why he would be like, Molly's going to kill me. Yeah, yeah. So the car is definitely the dad's because it's the same make and model and everything. And also the dad probably would have... <laughs> I, w- I would think the dad would have reported him to the police. The-, the dad also acted like he had never seen Alex, which again threw in like, because he do- doesn't say Alex's name or he doesn't just like. Right, or this bastard, or I told him not to come over, anything. Yeah, like, like there's him. there's no reference that he's been around at all. So again, it kind of throws a little monkey wrench into them having this relationship. Anyways, we're in Canada and we meet um, Lily. <laughs> She's the wanderer. She is the uh, the open soul, right? And basically what happens is they pick her up. She's hitching a ride with them. And then after a, after a kiss, she steals their mm-hmm. car. Um, and basically they are left without a car in Canada, hoping to get back to America. And that's kind of where the pilot leaves where we off. Left such a dick you don't get it do you no dude you don't fucking get it when i'm with molly i'm always fucking worried about something okay but with this girl with lily i i don't know it feels like i can tell her anything like there's no way it can go wrong so could you just stop trying to fuck that up for me back the fuck off man i know what i'm doing okay whatever you say man yo lily? yo what the fuck lily what the fuck lily dude what the fuck? That, that's kind of where it's left off. So we uh, really at the, at the base, we have this road weary kind of pothead dream girl, right? Um, she's a bit of a dreamer. It seems like she's going to be the moral center. And then we have like kind of the jockish half dummy in Alex. At least that's how I took <laughs> right. it. <laughs> so sure. we're going to do, are, are there any other plot things that you think I missed? Um, I, no. I, I wanted no. to go a little deeper because I know I would assume not a lot of people are I've seen this, or I hope you guys will click through the link, but if you haven't seen it, that should give you a pretty good summary. The end actually is like, they're in a, they break into a, an empty store, right? That's closed. Yeah, the, for the end weekend. is very funny too. I laughed a lot at that. Like when they cut back to them in the store, that was good. Yeah, yeah. And they find weed <laughs> and uh, yeah, it just ends with them smoking weed basically. <laughs> Um, so I, 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 from here, we really wanted to break it down into two things, what we dug and what this, what these scenes would need before it would actually go to pilot stage, like before we could realistically see this on television. So let's start with what we dig. Grimes, lead us off. Well, I dug a lot of the writing. I mean, there's some 
awesome lines just in this collection of scenes here. Uh, the first line, you're lucky. I think I love you. That's pretty good. That's stuck with me, the Bon Jovi concert. So <laughs> I think the writing's really solid, you know, and pilots, that can be tough. Uh, so this didn't have that problem. I mean, I guess mm-hmm. they just need more shit, more time. You yeah, know. they need a couple more scenes. You know, obviously right. this would other, this would be a twenty minute episode, so there's plenty of time. But to if fill you in those can gaps. at least build off of decent scripts, you know, that's like half the battle, I think. So. Yeah, there's decent characterization. Like, I really like the lead actor. I, I think he does a ton with his face, which it, yes, I think that's a very obviously. Um, that's the thing people talk a lot about when it comes to acting, but I think it's an underrated skill just to be able to add something to the to the actual script. Um, so I think he's very good. Um, I think he needs to ditch the one earring. <laughs> one earring's tough, man, especially when it's like a mini chip diamond. I mean, maybe he wears that in real life, but I think in the show, I don't really think it meshes meshes all that well with this character. Are Canadians behind on earrings? Because we aren't really doing that shit anymore. Like, no. guys my age, if you wear an earring, it's you're kind of looking like you're trying to not be your age. Yeah, the uh, Amer- uh, Americans are out on earrings. Guy earrings, well, at least. Yeah, yeah, to an extent. Mostly, mostly. I'm sure there's a place for them, but the, the earring is a strange look. Um, him running, him running after the car when it's stolen is a really great moment. Like when he comes into focus, it's probably the pilot's best moment from an acting standpoint. Um, so I did, I did quite enjoy that. I love, I love the America cutaway. I think that's the best scene <laughs> in the pilot. I think that's that epitomizes what the show could be like a stonerish, gleeful take on this friendship mixed with probably like you know cameos of like dudes that have appeared on canadian shows yeah and that could be <laughs> awesome i mean there's that's yeah. that's the basis probably for a couple of shows already so yeah <laughs> uh that's the basis for trailer park boys in a lot of those later seasons uh and what else did you dig I dug the um, sitting on the car, smoking a joint, meaning of life moment. That's mm-hmm. another stoner like thing that you got to tackle. You got to talk about life and what it all means. Right. That can go pretty wrong, and I think they handled it well. Again, the writing, but the acting too. It wasn't like cringy, like oh shit, this again. Felt like something those people would actually be talking about. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think I, I, so I there like there scene. wasn't a ton of stuff that I thought was overly overly cheesy. I think that I don't know like. It's a low cheese factor, which is nice. It's a low cheese factor. I think that this episode would go through some technical steps before it made it to like an actual television or a screen or whatever. I think like there's some color grading that goes on that makes it just look a little more television-y, you know? Like there was some stuff that definitely looked a little too sharp. Is that, I don't know. Did you, did you have that feeling as well? Um, I did not notice that, but I do not have the keen eye of you there, sometimes. There, there was so. something that threw me off about the presentation, and I think there would be some extra steps there. Okay, so I did want to say one more thing about the cutaways. Like, I love the America cutaway, and I think they do it one more time. I would be cautious of overdoing it with this type of show, only because I think they would bring some comedic comparisons that they're not exactly going for, like... This wants trailer, yeah. This wants trailer park boys vibes, not Thirty Rock. They they want yeah, like a yeah. down and dirty presentation, not like the precision that those shows often have. So I would be, I would go sparing. Spare, I would 
be pretty sparing with the uh, the cutaways. Yeah, the one I did note was uh, very a la Heather Graham and Scrubs. <laughs> yeah, uh, the one yeah. cutaway, which I like. I mean, I love Scrubs, and I thought it was fine. But yeah, like you said, if you if you're gonna do that and it's gonna become a thing, then that's a pretty heavy thing that lugged around for multiple seasons. Uh, what else did you take? Um, any other lines? Uh... Anything like that. I did the lines that I think, excuse I've, me, that I noticed. But, okay. Uh, <laughs> I've got a couple more if you don't have any more. I have... Um, go for it. Yeah, no, I'm out of lines. Yeah. I said, I think it's hot. Well, then I fucking stole it. <laughs> I thought that was a, that was a good exchange. Uh, the Stefan character, the, the moment where he's like, he's built a tree fort or something or like a, a shelter, a shelter. As a Boy Scout, I should know that term. Mm-hmm. And he's like, maybe if we weren't bitching all the time and help me build this, I'll give you some of these mushrooms. That very much reminded me of a bargain that Ricky from Trailer Park Boys would strike with Corey and Trevor or some other like <laughs> yeah, lower yeah. character. Like, you know, if you if you if you weren't bitching all the time, if you help me do this, I'll give you something. Right? That seemed like a very um Trailer Park Boys esque bargain. So that 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 rubbed me the right way. Um Let's do let's do our not our negatives, but what needs to be worked on here before you could before you would follow along to the second episode. The only major thing that stood out was that the soundtrack became too much of a character for me. Yeah, it like the mall rat comparison that you made earlier was good because I feel like this. It's not that I don't like pop punk. I obviously grew up oh, I on it. it. I, I grew up on it, and I, I, you know, when I was younger, I liked bands like Simple Plan, which this whatever bands they featured reminded me of that, and you know, groups that have that very, very bright, those bright guitars and the kind of half falsetto, half I'm an adult, you know, type of vocals. It was, it, it was, it was too goofy, I guess. Yeah, I thought more um, for for a show that prides. It's pretty happy. Yeah, for music. a show for a show that prides itself on being like counterculture, or for being into those worlds, the music is not very countercultury. Okay. Yeah, it's like you got to dig into like the Capture Tracks discography, like Mac DeMarco and bands of that ilk, or you know those smaller labels that can kind of give you a a grittier um sound palette to play from i think the pop punk wasn't working for me either so but other than that i mean you know you liked it i liked it <laughs> and again uh, that it's not a huge knock that's not like oh this thing this, fuck this music it's just like a thing i noticed that was a little much for me but yeah i mean um they did a lot of stuff that wasn't super new but they did it well like nothing was done bad or seemed uh really derivative to the point of not enjoying it yeah you know yeah i agree um like i said the narrative gaps they need to be filled in but again you got seven extra minutes i'm not sure on the the friend's motivation um like when he cock blocks alex again they don't set up that molly relationship well enough that stefan would do that to him on behalf of Molly. Like we don't even know that Stefan and Molly are friends. So yeah, that could be setting up something, or it could yeah. I guess we'd have to see, but yeah. I mean, I guess I guess we would see, but it it, it was very strange. So 
just a couple quick things before we wrap up here. Uh, there is, I think they, they still have a GoFundMe running. If you if you search greenmount-television-series, it's gofundme.com slash greenmount-television-series. You should be able to get to the page where they're trying to raise $4,200. Uh, <laughs> some facts that were given to me by the production team was that the director, and I want to make sure I get his name right, so let me pull that up real quick in my phone. I apologize. Um, I believe it's, his name is Josh Pryor. Yes, that is his name. I'm looking as well. I just found okay. it. Yep. Okay, so Josh Pryor is the name. Creator, director. Uh, creator, director, yep, and... He also plays Stefan, right? Joshua Pryor also plays Stefan. So he acts in this, produces, writes, and directs. So he's doing it all. Now, uh, some fun facts that were given to me by him was, he was he's only 21 during the production of this episode. And he says he has absolutely Crazy. no experience in any of the positions he was holding. Better to spend money on a pilot than pay to go to film school. This way you learn everything hands-on and the risk-reward is significantly greater. Uh, to get into the headspace, uh, that of, is wise. Yeah, to get into the headspace of their characters the night before, the night they met before production, Shane Kippel and Josh Pryor, Alex and Stefan respectively, smoked weed together. Pryor had just gotten four of the best medical strains from the state of Colorado, specifically for the event. If normal marijuana is around eight percent THC, the strains smoked that evening averaged around forty percent. Long story short, that's way too potent, and they didn't smoke again until the episode was ad wrapped. I did a little poking around on their Facebook page, and Pryor already has like a Green Mountain theme song that features Jarrett Reddick from Bowling for Soup. So we might be stuck with those pop punk vibes, <laughs> considering they've already done a theme song, but that's a cool little get for them, I think, uh, in terms sure. of the theme. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not as good as our theme, but it's pretty good. No. It's, it's our close. Our theme is exceptionally good. <laughs> it's close. We, we got a pretty big name on ours as well. Uh, anything else you want to uh, finish with? I, th I think we hit just about everything, didn't we? We did, and I, I'm pretty sure we went a little over the 14. But Yeah, um, we did. That's all right. We hit everything in my notes, and I dig this. I wish everyone involved the best of luck. I hope it uh, catches on. And, yeah. And yeah, if you guys... I thought it was very cool, so thanks for letting us check it out. If you guys dig this show, um, you can check it out on the socials. I believe the Instagram, and again, this is something I should have had. I think the Instagram is Green Mount Series. That is correct. That is correct. All right, let me uh, just bring it up here. And you can uh, tell them you like the show or get more information on how you can contribute. And, of course, you have that uh, GoFundMe. So if you want to donate any cash uh, to help with the production or to help with future episodes, I'm sure... I'm sure they would appreciate it. So that's all I got. Grimes, what do you got for some plugs? Well, just one final plug for this show. If you need a cannabis consultant, I'm available <laughs> uh, pretty cheap um, to make sure that shit is cool and realistic. Now, since since we did this, <laughs> we're going to appear in episode two, right? As long as we can get visas. I thought that was part of, you know, kind of this <laughs> whole part, thing. Was that's that we part were of getting... the deal. We're yeah. getting some screen time, but yeah. Other than that, I don't got you. I'm I'm off Twitter, man. I can't deal. So fuck my <sighs> Twitter. Don't even look at it. What about Instagram, dog? I'm on Instagram, but okay. nobody wants to look at me. But if you do, it's just Grimes John. You can see my dog and my meals and whatever. People want to look at you. We, 
dude, we have like a million viewers per episode. People are people I are guess. way way into you. Um, I am I am at Chris Lantine and C H R E S L A N T I N E N. I'm not I'm not sick of it quite yet because I like trashing on uh, Republicans and Trump and everybody else. And I just found out that my dad's on Twitter or yeah, my dad's on Twitter. So his name um, is his first name and then a bunch of numbers. I'm gonna have to talk with him about that. I think he's like trying yep. to protect his identity or something. A lot of ways to do that that aren't numbers. <laughs> and he's also got an egg as his avatar, which is like the, the sin of all sins. I think it's dad life, man. What I are you going to do? I think at least. All right. So I know last week we teased, um, what did we tease last week? So-called life. Uh, we're currently uh, scouting for a guest for that show right now. In other words, we don't want two 30 year old dudes talking about Claire Danes's uh, ascent into womanhood. So we're, you know, we're trying to fill out the panel with some more female voices for that episode. So that one might be coming a little bit later uh, next week. This preview is actually going to be legit. We'll drop you a preview of the episode we're going to be doing next week. It is a takeoff of an old comic strip where all the guys and girls are super hot now. That's my hint. I think people will probably get that. All right, Grimes, I think, <laughs> I think, I think we're done. Uh, thank you for joining to me. Go. Thank you. And, of course, the show is called Green Mount. And, again, we'll leave you that link to check it out. And thank you guys very much for listening. I've been thinking about us, Archie, and our friendship, and how it's time that we take it to the next in an order for lodge two burgers yeah almost ready but you gotta wait hi hey how are the onion rings here so good can we get some onion rings too please yeah thanks my mom and i just moved here so from where new york wow do you guys go to riverdale we do yeah we're Both sophomores of us together me too i'm filled with dread why is that are you familiar with the works of Truman Capote? I'm breakfast at Tiffany's, but this place is strictly in cold blood. <laughs> <laughs> Veronica Lodge. Archie Andrews. Ah, oh, this is crazy. Never know what show they're gonna talk about, but they're only gonna talk about the first one. And that's the premise behind Pilot Study. Oh. <laughs>